Hello listeners, this is Krishna with Hindu Lit, a podcast where I narrate to you, the listeners, stories from Indian literature, including legends, mythologies, and history. Today's story is about Aruni of Panchala, a disciple of a sage named Daumya. This tale is about a devoted student and offers us some lessons on the guru-student relationship, morality, ethics, and the choices we may face in life. Aruni was a young boy in the ancient kingdom of Panchala in northern India. This kingdom is said to have been located in the Ganges Yamuna Doab of the upper Gangetic plain. During the 900 through 500 BCE, it was a powerful state in India. Back in that era, Students often sought out teachers for mentorship. These teachers, or gurus, took students under their tutelage and imparted education, wisdom, and perhaps some useful straight skills. The education may be scriptural or practical. The gurus sometimes received no direct monetary compensation for their service, but the students often brought with them offerings such as food, flowers, or other day-to-day essentials, and often assisted or served the guru in his or her daily life during their tutelage. In the context of a spiritual ashram, the students might come to the guru to study under them and in return do chores such as farming, woodcutting, sweeping, cooking, or a number of other duties. Aruni was once a student of the sage Daumya. In the context of a spiritual pursuit, the student is often referred to as a disciple. The spiritual guru is considered by the student to have a connection with God or the supreme forces, and therefore the student typically offers a form of fealty akin to God. One cold winter day, Aruni was performing his duties to his guru, Daumya. He collected firewood for the guru's household. The guru had a plot of land, a farm where he cultivated food to support his family and his students. As Aruni was passing through the farmland, he noticed a small area of the embankment that had broken and the water from the river was flooding the farm. There is a breach in the embankment and the Guru's farm is flooding. I must do something or the plants will be destroyed, thought Aruni. But there isn't even a single piece of firewood at the hermitage and the weather is cold. If I stop to tend to the embankment, I will be delayed. Aruni decided to run with the firewood to the hermitage. Back at the hermitage, the Guru had called for and assembled his students for their daily lessons. When he didn't spot Aruni, he asked his other students, Where is Aruni? One of the students replied, Master, Aruni has gone to get firewood. Just then, Aruni arrived running. Seeing him rushing back, the Guru Dhaumya asked Aruni, What has happened, Aruni? Why are you late? Aruni replied panting, The embankment to the farm has a breach. 
the water is flooding the farm. The guru replied, Attend to the beach immediately. Leave the firewood here. Upamanyu or Veda will take it in. However, before Davamiya could finish, Aruni had dropped the firewood and had started running back to the embankment. Upamanyu and Veda were two other students of Daumya. They took the firewood into the hermitage. As Daumya observed Aruni rushing back to the embankment, he thought, Aruni is a responsible boy, and his faithfulness and consideration for others is admirable. Such students who care for others are rare. Back at the embankment, Aruni had managed to return. He quickly collected some logs and mud and patched the gap in the embankment. After a few hours of work, he had patched the embankment and finished his work. He thought, There, that should hold the water. Let me return to the hermitage for my studies. However, he had hardly taken a few steps back to the hermitage when he heard a loud crash. The patch that he had created after several hours of hard work had yielded to the pressure of the river and the water had started flooding the farm again. Distressed, Aruni wondered what he should do. If he stayed to repair it, he would miss his studies. If he returned, however, the farm would be flooded. Deciding that protecting the Guru's farm was more important, he stayed back. Some time passed and back at the hermitage, the sage Daumya, engaged in his daily routines, had forgotten about Aruni. As twilight arrived, he observed that the lamps had not been lit, a task performed by Aruni at the hermitage. He wondered what Aruni was up to as the young boy was diligent and never forgot his duties. He asked his other disciples, Where is Aruni? Why has he not set the lamps? A disciple replied, Aruni has not returned from the errand you assigned him this morning, master. The guru exclaimed in surprise, Not yet arrived, but it has been hours. I hope nothing has happened to him. Come, let's go to the farm and search for him. The guru and his disciples lit some fire sticks and searched for Aruni. When they arrived at the farm, they could not find him. Aruni, where are you? shouted the sage. The other disciples also called out for Aruni. Aruni, Aruni! They searched for him for several minutes before they overheard a feeble voice. Master, I am here. As they sought out the voice, one of the disciples shouted, Master, I found him. Aruni was lying down in the gap in the embankment, covered in mud and water to prevent the river from flooding the farm. The guru and the disciples immediately rushed and picked Aruni up. Aruni was wet and shivering from the cold. The poor boy, he used his body to fill the gap. God bless the child, thought Damya, choking up tears. Are you all right, my child? 
the cold and feeble aruni replied master the water the crops the sage replied never mind child the other student piped don't worry aruni we will take care of it later in the night after the breach had been plugged and aruni was brought back home safely the guru brought some hot soup to aruni he blessed the boy thus my dear aruni your devotion and obedience is unmatched let them forever bring you fortune that ends our story on aruni of panchala let us now consider what the story teaches us in life we rarely succeed entirely independently teachers and particularly mentors are essential for success and progress intelligent and wise mentors are hard to come by i will make a distinction between teachers and mentors for the sake of this discussion although many may consider them the same or equivalent teachers can usually be acquired with little difficulty sometimes they may require some financial expense on our part but teachers often impart information and sometimes they may require some financial expense on our part but teachers often impart information and knowledge they are however limited in their ability or willingness to provide personal guidance they are importers of knowledge and information but not necessarily wisdom mentors on the other hand may teach but the guidance they impart will be more directed towards the student or the mentee they have the experience and wisdom to guide the students toward a successful path they themselves may have walked the path that the student aspires towards and they have the vision of the future in that direction they may in fact teach or provide less information or knowledge than a typical teacher but a skilled mentor will provide the student with the solid foundation necessary to base himself or herself and impart the appropriate knowledge and wisdom to make the applicable decisions in the student's life both teachers and mentors can play a role in our lives and some teachers may be our mentors but not all teachers are mentors the relationship between a teacher and a student can be transactional the relationship between a mentor or a guru and a student however is more personal a good mentor usually takes a greater interest in the student's life and success because of the nature of the mentor student relationship good mentors can be hard to come by often our parents tend to be our first mentors over time as you pursue your own dreams and goals you may need the guidance of another who might be able to help you achieve those goals these people are harder to come by and if they are to take a more personal interest a pure financial transaction may not attract or endear them to you currying a prospective mentor's favor may require giving them your attention respect 
sincerity, devotion, and service. This is something that money may not and likely cannot buy. The service may involve work beyond studies on the student's part, but should not be confused with any form of indentured servitude. Getting back to our story, the relationship between Sage Daumya and Aruni was that of a mentor or guru and a student. Aruni had found a mentor in Daumya and served his guru with sincerity. Daumya, in turn, was imparting his knowledge and experience to Aruni during his tutelage. While the nature of the teachings is not described in the story, the relationship should be understood. Aruni wanted to serve his guru well. When he saw the problem at the embankment, he thought about how it would affect his guru, the guru's family and his fellow students who were also learning under his guru's tutelage. He chose to serve his guru in the manner described in the story. You might ask, was it wise or even appropriate for Aruni to sacrifice or perhaps place his life in harm's way for his guru's farmland? Shouldn't his life be more important? This is a fair question and it would not be appropriate for the guru or anyone else to demand that Aruni should sacrifice his life or place his life in harm's way for the plot of land. The decision to do so was entirely his own. Still, we must ask, is this act of devotion rational? Should we encourage or extol this action? The answer may depend entirely on context. The story implies that Aruni did this out of loyalty to his guru. It must be understood that loyalty should not be blind. We are not obliged to do any reckless, immoral or unethical action for our gurus or mentors. Aruni was a young boy and while he was sincere in his effort, it might be that he did not think of a better way to resolve the issue. In such a situation, a better course of action might have been to seek out the advice and help of others and work to resolve the issue in a different way. A wiser Aruni might have enlisted the help of his fellow classmates before rushing off to patch the embankment. Having said that, since Aruni did take actions that may have been hasty when the embankment broke a second time, the situation may have been dire and a more utilitarian problem posed itself. Aruni could either stop the breach in the embankment with his body and thus protect his guru, the guru's family and his fellow students from harm due to the lack of food from the flood or he could let himself suffer the effect of the cold water which may have led to his death. When a person is faced with such a choice, and he or she chooses to make the sacrifice out of their own volition, this person has served others or society in a noble manner and should therefore be praised. With that, we have come to the end of today's podcast at Hindu Lit. Join us again next time for another story from Indian literature.